Hi, and welcome to Messiology Podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you once again with us. Um, this episode, oh my gosh, it was so, so, so good to record. It was great to have Nathan Schmitz with us in the house. It was a pleasure to listen to how he deals with um, some of the messes that he has in his ministry, uh, but at the same time, just to listen to his wisdom and to what God has given him. Um, sharing with Nathan definitely was a highlight, and uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Anyways, look guys, if you like to support our ministry, please um, get in touch with us. Uh, we are all missionaries, we're all volunteers, and we need the support of, of our friends and, and people that are willing to invest in what we're doing together with God. Um, so yeah, thank you anyways for those of you that already support us in prayer or financially. And uh, if you'd like to, to get in touch with us, please connect via Facebook or uh, Instagram. And uh, you can just find us with Messiology if you type in the search engine or in um, Instagram if you type messy.ology, you'll be able to find us there. Write us a message, ask us questions, connect with us. And uh, we're just so pleased to have you uh, here with us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and without further ado, welcome once again to the Messiology Podcast. Hey, welcome back to our podcast today, our Messiology Podcast. Uh, I have today a great guest. Uh, his name is Nathan. I'll let him introduce himself in a little bit. But we're going to be talking a little bit as we've been talking uh, on leadership and 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 just life. Uh, you know, uh, as we have said in the past, uh, life with Christ sometimes is not clean. So it's a little bit messy. And as we walk this journey with God. Uh, basically, we, we, we encounter mess, and we encounter mess when we're relating to others, and we encounter mess when we are uh, just living life. Uh, and so I think it's good for us to talk about the great stuff, the glamorous stuff about leadership, but also uh, the not-so-glamorous part of leadership and life. And so, Nathan, yeah. how you Hi, doing, JD. man? Good to, good to yeah. be with you. Hi, JD. Good to, good to be with you and messes uh, that, that we made and those got ourselves into. Messes well. that we made and <laughs> yeah, it's a got ourselves into. Well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a privilege to be here. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan. So, tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah, my name is Nathan. I am right. originally right. from Switzerland. Yeah, my name is but, Nathan. Uh, I've lived, I, I'm originally uh, from about Switzerland, eight years but uh, I've lived in Central America, uh, about eight years now, more specifically. Central America, and uh, what I do, I'm, I'm the, the regional and, uh, director. What I do, I'm the regional director for I oversee multiple countries. I oversee multiple countries that we have. The ministries in those countries, have, the teams that and uh, I also do some those part-time work for a, and for a uh, I also do some part-time work for a, for a local um, and church. That's really what I do. And I'm married to one wife, no children yet. And I'm married to one wife, no children yet. Yeah, that's a little bit to come about myself. And, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. That's great, Nathan. Uh, it's good that you're yeah. married to one Very wife. Well, Nathan. Just talking about Central America and, and your role, obviously 
uh, just for, for all of you to know, Nathan and I uh, actually also served for a little bit together on board a ship that is very special to, to us. And we serve in the same organization as well, which is OM. Um, but uh, but uh, kind of the ship teaches us to, to sort through messages oh, yes. pretty quickly. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, Nathan, tell tell me a little bit about well, what is the biggest mess that you're going through right now? Oh, the biggest, the biggest oh. mess. Um, the biggest, the biggest. It's a good mess. question. I think um, it's a good um, question. I think especially for 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 um, leaders in our position, especially you know, for as, as for, regional for leaders, leaders in our position, well. you know, as, um, as regional leaders as you are, as we well. often we often um, see. Uh, Things we often a little we often a see uh, things happen a little bit like distance. We're a little bit floating over like, over the things sometimes. We're a little bit floating feel. over so over my, the things. The biggest messes I, I, I see so my, the biggest messes I, what I, I see, see right now is is the mess. What I see right to, now is how is to the deal with this situation we live in. How to deal with this situation and each each country trying to respond in different ways. Each country trying to any can get quite messy. So for example, any can get quite messy. So for example, speaking very practically, different countries very practically, different countries, different opportunities, and then sometimes different opportunities overlap. And then sometimes their work and their overlap. They're trying to their work and their to open new opportunities. Trying to new ministries to open new opportunities. So, for example, online training ministries. Mission. So, for example, online training. How to engage mission discipleship online? How to engage such discipleship? So suddenly we have multiple teams. So suddenly we have multiple teams and different countries doing the same thing. Even and they they have participants from other countries. Even they they have participants. Training and it can that they get self by training and it can it gets quite so messy. So basically, the biggest mess so that I think we're big right now that our field is that I think really how right now in our field is together really how one unit how work together as one pursue opportunities and not in a separate opportunities in each individual country for itself, but how do we come together? And, but how do we coordinate? Uh, how do we come how together? We, how do we support and, uh, each other? Instead how of do we how do we support each taking other? Away sometimes, uh, taking away sometimes the people. Taking away sometimes the people should be really a unit of competition. Now we should it's be really, really a unit. It's not something that happens now, intentionally. It's really I know that's not so, something that happens uh, intentionally. Just, I know that with so, the reality uh, of it's just of what we live in right now. With the reality of I think that's what we live in right now. I think that's the that's the right now. I think that's the biggest mess that that I'm in. That yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I think we, we should say that we are in actually. Um, I appreciate so much what you're doing as well because you're trying to also give a lot of autonomy to the leaders that work with you while you're encouraging and you're taking a little bit more of a role of uh, coordinating what they're doing. But that competition in ministry sometimes is weird, isn't it? I, what do you think about that? Like, I, I find that as well here. Like, we're working for the same uh, in, in our region, we're working for the same uh, organization where we have the same goals yet that that competition was present and and so for me it was a little bit like guys you're working it's, it's an, it doesn't make sense to me but it's but 
it's nothing that they are. It's not like oh. they're doing a purpose. Like today, I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna oh. be better than this leader. Yeah. It's just I think. Like, well, I think there's multiple yeah. aspects. To I think. It. One, well, I think there's is multiple we have, aspects. To we, it. Have one, of we have national forces. We have in each We have national. I mean, just you know, when you lead in your in your own country, you always have certain preference. In your in your own country, you always have native country preference. And I think it's good. You know, native proud of your and I think your nation. You know, be proud of doing things for your nation. Uh, and I think that's good, for, for but your it, it can always sometimes. Uh, I think that's good. Go one. It, it can one always step sometimes. And uh, go one in that one sense, step too far. you know, historically, and, uh, um, in that sense, you know, the countries have been very autonomous. The countries have been very autonomous. I think that's just something um, that comes a little so bit with the mindset. I think that's just something uh, that comes in our region. With the mindset, um, but uh, also at least in really, our region, everybody is really trying to. Really, everybody is really trying to make the messy situation out of this difficult situation, out of this difficult situation. And I think just in the intent to reach as many people as possible, to spread the news about Jesus as wide as possible, to engage with as many churches as possible, to engage with as many churches as possible. You know, sometimes you touch borders with other, with the with the country next to you, with other, with another ministry. The country next and, to you. And at the end, it's a question about attitude. And, and, and I think at the end, it's a question about attitude. In our context, we have walked in, in a very context, long path, and we and have walked belief in, in OM in general. You know, and I talk about in OM in the mindset. You know, talking about talking about the not the mindset. My little my little king, not but really not my little my little king. But really, that goes beyond the OM. That goes to other. How do we relate to other? How do we relate to other? How do we relate to other organizations? How do we appreciate commission organizations? How do we appreciate their help that they bring to the table? Their strength and their help. How do we take a, a humble attitude? And really, how and, do we take a, a and humble really nurture this sense of unity? And Owen nurtured this sense of unity. And Owen has been amazing. A lot. And I think um, for me, this, this is been as well growing pain. And I think um, this is as well the growing pain. Um, just the situation that we're in. Absolutely. I, uh, I mean, I don't know if you remember two years ago uh, when the ship was about to, to arrive to Latin America. Uh, and, and when I arrived to Latin America, it became very messy pretty quickly because there were so many things that we were changing together as an organization, together, the whole thing. And we have this mammoth of organization and it's trying to like steer a huge uh, ship uh, in, a, in, a, in a direction that goes quickly to than, than, a, than a jet ski can turn, for example. And so it's, it's funny. Uh, but, but that causes mess, obviously. And, and I think it became easier for all of us to work. And I remember going to Guatemala uh, with the ship and everything. And, and when, we, when it got to our heads that we're not working just for an organization, that we're not working just for, for um, our own little kingdom, but we're actually working for the kingdom of God. We're working for God. And, and, and we are in the same team. We're in the yeah. same boat in that case, you know? And so then yeah. it, it becomes yeah. a little bit easier. But we're working yeah. with people as well, right? So working yeah, with people. Yeah, it, it is. Great. And I mean, you, you know, you yeah, mentioned the example of the ship, and I think the ship is You mentioned the example of the ship, and I think the way to great to bring people together, you know, way to to bring people together. As an organization, and, uh, you know, we, we depend just, uh, on. We as depend an organization, on you know, we we depend on joining our cause, people, the cause of Christ, joining our cause, but the cause of Christ, we depend on that. We depend on people joining. We depend on that. We depend on people. Joining, and, and we giving, work 
Ukraine to, um, to in the end see we people join to us to in the end you know, see people join us you know at the core that's we won't exist as an organization but really especially with the ship we had to but really especially with the ship we had to change that mindset we realize way kingdom we did not reach the kingdom uh, the world. We do not uh, reach your uh, us in the world. That is amazing, uh, and we need those people. Us, but if somebody comes to the ship and hears if somebody comes to need permission to meet to preach, and then joins the crew, then we will praise God for that as well. Um, then we will they, praise they God for that as well. Part of the, um, the kingdom work, they, they part of the, of the ministry, of the global ministry, part of the global ministry, and we are not going to be Rather, oh, man, we lost somebody, somebody for, for another organization. We, and, and I think, like you mentioned, as, as an and, organization, and we went like through that change of as, mindset. As an organization, and I think we, we still have a change of so mindset. The mess that we're in right happening. now, so I don't think it's the mess that we're in right now. The old I don't think it's an expression of the old attitude of everybody for themselves. I think it just comes with the reality of you have to facing right respond now. on your feet um, you have to you have to create respond you have on to your feet fast. you have to be creative um, you have to you have to take fast. advantage of opportunity um, and you have to take that, advantage of opportunity there's always some that with that uh, there's always some how do you say that side uh, effects uh how do you say that side effects i think for me it's uh, really that with it because i think that my me it's really that after two years mindset of the ship in our after two years uh, of hearing the our, our reach talk about kingdom mindset, hearing the, I think the our hearts have changed, our minds have changed. I think our hearts have changed. changed. For me, that's really just to give glory to God for that. For me, that's really just to give glory to God for that. Absolutely. So, so Nathan, what what are you gonna do? Where are you gonna? Where are you doing? What are you gonna do? But what are you doing actually to solve this kind of mess? To help everybody work together as a team and move beyond borders? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah, in a, in a um, sense, communication. Um, in a in a sense, really communication. That. I, uh, um, you know, really comes down to that. Before the pandemic, our communication has been before the pandemic has been sporadic regularly, but not as sporadic regularly because everybody was really intense. You know, they they um, have their because everybody plans, was really. You know, we have meetings. You know, they they, they have their ministry about the plans, projections. You know, we have meetings. And we talked about and really, you know, it's a train that that runs its course. You know, it's a train that you know you call, you talk about it, and you see how you know you call, but that's not that much need to. Going, you know, but that's not that much need to, uh, you know, all the time. The but, details, then we, we uh, all the time. Um, but then suddenly we we have a shift. But then suddenly we we have a shift. Everybody's like, um, well, like the train coronavirus. Stopped, everybody's like, I can't move well, forward. Like, train I can't move stop, back. I can't do anything. I can't move so forward. Now. I can't move back. So um, very intentionally, so we increase communication. Very intentionally, we increase communication. We'll just have meetings in a few hours. We'll just have meetings as, well as, as the entire team from now. We always pray well together. As, as we entire team time together. We always pray together. We spend word time together. And, uh, word. I think that's the basis uh, for everything word. that we should uh, do. Anyway, I think that's the basis um, for everything that we should uh, do. But then, anyway, really, we um, talk about it, and everybody uh, has time to share. Really, we talk about it. Everybody, everybody level, has, has time to share. You how are you doing at a personal level? How is your ministry doing? How is your team doing? And what are your plans? What and what are your plans? What and so actually, even in those conversations. 
so actually, even in we hear somebody talk, you know, we, we were part we of this training, talk, you know, and we, now we, try we to were part of this training, then somebody and now like, we try oh, to yeah, we, this working our somebody as well. Oh, yeah, how we, can we, how can we work in our country as well? How can um, we, how can we uh, learn from our, our WhatsApp communication has increased, our WhatsApp communication as well has increased. We were always a little bit reluctant because we're part of 500 We were always a little bit reluctant because we're part of 500 groups anyway. No, we need to, we need to increase our communication. We need to. We need to increase uh, our communication. That's really the the, the key uh, part. Communicate. That's really the the, the key part. Communicate, talk about each other. Uh, about what you're doing. Talk what you plan to do. Uh, about what you're doing, what you plan to do, and, uh, and I think we're still in a growing. And I think we're still in a growing, still learning how to in that sense, how to really communicate, how to and how to understand each other, support each other, understand each other. really, for me, it comes down to that. But really, for me, it comes down to that. Yeah, that's great. Communicate, communicate, communicate. I think that's super important, and I think it's great that you're doing that. Uh, you also said that that you you get together with the team and pray, right? So, so we have a little bit of a, a challenge with OM as well that we are an interdenominational organization, right? So we come from different backgrounds, different church backgrounds, different denominations, and uh, and it's interesting because we have different expressions of faith. So, how do you deal with that within your um, team? I think it's something um, that uh, well, the, the thing obviously is in our that, team, uh, most well, of the, us, the thing obviously is they have spent at least a couple of years in missions. They have spent at least a couple of years in missions by now. Uh, it's something so that people realize pretty quickly. It's something that people realize pretty quickly once you join a web. You left your church culture. You left your church. You don't leave your That's behind. That's the right You don't leave you. You take your church culture with you. But you take your church you culture with mind a little bit, yeah. but and you start to open yourself to other church cultures. You start to open yourself. I mean, for us in OM, for example, if you join us in new recruit, and you go to, for example, the introduction we have to the global organization. Do you see hundreds of people? Do you see different? And I remember my my first time differently. And I remember my my first time people just you know crying. I saw people just very expressive. And I came from a more traditional church background. I came from a more traditional church background. I was like, but you get used to it very quickly. But you get used to it very quickly. For us in our team. Uh, it's so not really a for challenge us in anymore. our team. It's it's, it's uh, it's always not really a challenge you know. anymore. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's we have always somebody who's very you know, and yeah, we have somebody who's very Pentecostal praise, and that's just great. Way and I, I've always rejoiced that. that. That's great. Then we have and other I, people I've always rejoiced that. that. Traditional. Then we have other people in background. That's you can you can see and hear how they pray. You can see and hear how they pray. Honestly, it's always enriching. Honestly, it's always encouraging and enriching. Uh, so in our context, um, it's not a it's so not a challenge for context, us. It's, a, it's, a it's not a it's not a challenge for us. I perceive it's a, it's a benefit, but it's because people have way already it. gone. But it's because people that, have already that realization of that, that I that I am realization. I come from my from my church. I am half my church. I come from my from my church. I have my church. When we're praying, everybody. But you know, when we're praying, everybody. culture. We're you know we're God's we're the kingdom culture. Everybody does it their own way, but. And, but uh, in a way everybody that does it their own way, but, uh, but in a way culture of others. And, and, uh, so we've had culture of others. We haven't had any problems. So we've had we haven't had any problems really with that. It's, in our in our it has not caused a mess. Yeah. In our in our. <laughs>
Well, it's great. I love the fact that you said we rejoice on it. So it's like celebrating those differences instead of making them kind of a point to 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 make division. So I, it's very interesting. Sometimes we just need to obviously celebrate those differences, obviously, and, and celebrate how different yeah, we are from each other, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's great. So um, tell me a little bit. Uh, well, what is your normal plan when encountering mess, right? So like leaders and, and normal people, I think, well, some of us are disorganized and we just encounter the mess and we just go head, head on straight, which is sometimes my reality. But some other people have a big plan and, and actually are becoming more of that, like a planner. I've been learning to plan on and, and preempt when I can see that a mess is going to happen on how I'm going to react to it. Uh, so, you know, it's proactive, but so, so do you have a plan first of all? And, and if you do have a plan normally, what, what is it like? What includes? Yeah. What include? Well, I, I used to be a very, yeah. well, very I, much I of a used to be person. a very, uh, I still very plan. much of a thinking person. Uh, I, 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 I remember, you know, I usually, yeah. uh, I, I, I remember, you know, I usually, it, it would take me a lot of time to, to, to respond. It would take me a lot of time to, to respond um, because I would overthink things. So I would over, because I would go through all the options. I would over all the possibilities, all the options. And then when I came to decision, the problem had and then itself. when I came to decision, um, the problem had solved itself. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember that, and uh, I still am. I remember to that, some, to some and extent. Uh, I still am. I'm relatively to some, low. To some extent. Uh, I, I, I like to go really through the. I like to go really consideration, and I often try to consideration to wait. I often try to decision to wait. Rush. Now the ship decision really has not rush. Now the ship really has respond me quickly um, to an emergency situation quickly uh, to an emergency when, when it's just needed you know uh, i mean when, when it's just needed you know you, you have uh, i mean you have a crowd issue you, and you, have you just a, need to make a decision you have a crowd actually, issue and you just need to make a decision actually side of the people movement inside it's really my job to people make decisions on the my job to make you know there's a lot of stories how I, you know, there's a lot of I made a mistake because I didn't make it. How I made a mistake quick enough and assertive enough. Quick enough. I needed to grow in that area, and I needed to grow. I needed to grow in that area, and I needed to grow in making quick response. My plan is I now. In the response, I still tend to when I now. When a mess I still happens, tend to when, when something is difficult, when a mess happens, when, when something um, difficult happens. I, I, I normally take a step um, back. I, I wait for a moment. I normally take a step see, okay, back. That I wait for a moment and see okay, right now. That need my immediate response right now. Uh, might not be the best decision because it's not really. Uh, might not be the best decision because it's not really. But if it needs a response right now, I can get that to you. But if it needs a response right now, I can get that to you. Then I like to um, if it think about it, I like to pray like to think about it, I like to pray about it, I like patience of my decisions. Implications of my see which one is and, uh, the most appropriate the most which one beneficial to the most appropriate the most beneficial to the teams, the most beneficial what is really the right decision. Um and I also like to when I have and I also like I like to when I have feedback on those I like to get feedback on those really open the conversation. I'm a very democratic leader in that sense. I like I'm a very democratic leader. What do you think about that? Do you agree? Do you not agree? You know, what do you think about that? That's not always possible. 
Um, uh, that's not yeah. always possible. There are messes that you just um, have to yeah. step there up. There are messes that you just have to step and, up uh, and make the decision. Then, when that's necessary, and, uh, then we do that. But uh, yeah. when that's necessary, I, I like, I like uh, but, uh, to take I, my I time like, a little bit. Like, uh, so, so for example, in the mess that we're in right now, so for example, in the mess that we're in right now, we're two months taken into quarantine. We're we're two months into quarantine. Right now, so over two months now. Right now, and and we're still learning and growing. Yeah, and we're still learning and growing. It's fine. We we can take us the time. It's it's fine. We we can take us the time. It's leave the organization today because we need to make the organization today because we can take our time. So we can take our time. Oh, I think that's great. I uh, yeah, I think it's kind of funny because for us on the decision making process. Uh, on board the ship, which I think is a great tool. Uh, it, it, it's so different than normal life because you have emergencies almost. I mean, in normal life, you have emergencies once a week, probably, or once a few every few days. But on the ship, I mean, you have at least one or two emergencies per day. Uh, good days when you had only one one emergency, and I'm not meaning like someone is gonna die, but like, I mean, stuff there's so much stuff going on all the time that needs immediate attention. And it's almost like you're drowning, but that teaches you to kind of become cool, collected, right? So I think it's a great training as well um, for us. But life works different as well. So we can take our time and sometimes it's good to take yeah. our time. And, and well. it's it's the one thing that yeah. I really... And, and it's, it was it's really the one thing that I really... Ship. It was really uh, because it, get, it got very, uh, uh, it was very it get, opposite very, to my natural uh, It was very opposite and, and to I my think natural for, for tendencies. It's very and, important and I think to, for, for to recognize what are my natural to, tendencies, to recognize what are my natural situations, how do I and tend to try to address situations to grow beyond and try to to grow beyond. So I remember I made. Um, the first few so times, I, I remember emergencies, you know, first few times, everybody pointing the emergencies, you, like, you know, you are the boss, everybody you make the decision, and like, oh, you are the boss, you make the decision, and like, oh, and, and then you just, I don't know what to do, let's do and, this, and then it's the wrong decision, let's do this, and then really, I mean, the ship is an amazing environment for that, really having the ship is an amazing environment for you, really having, like, having your, yeah, you made the wrong call, but it's fine, like, yeah, you made the wrong call, but it's fine, you will do the, the right decision uh, next time. Really having know? that, uh, really having really that, having that uh, environment really having that where you are uh, able to make a mistake. Environment, you know, mistakes you that affect people, but not in a way mistakes that affect people, but not in a way that nobody's going to die. I think that series um, is going to happen. Yeah. Nobody, you're able to make that series is going to happen. And, and, and I made a lot of mistakes. And, and really and, having somebody walk with you. Mistakes, and, and, and really having somebody walk with you. And you and can grow in that. So, that. And, so for me, and you the can ship grow has been a huge so, blessing so in that me, sense. The ship has been a huge blessing in that sense. Really to challenge my natural way of really to challenge my natural way of emergency situation acting. You know, in, a, in an emergency uh, I used to take way too long. You know, to make uh, a decision. I used to now. take way too long. Yeah, I, I, I can give you now. the quick decision. If, yeah, I, I, I can give you the, the quick decision if, if it's needed. That's good. I, I think you and I are a little bit on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Like, for me, I feel that burden of I got to make the decision quick now, 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 now. And I think it's maybe because when I went to the shop first, I, I was a very young guy. And so kind of one of the first things I saw in my life was like, you got to there's a fire going on. You have to run to the fire and put it out, you know. 
uh, and sometimes it was literal, like actually there was an actual fire and we had to run to the fire and put it out. But uh, another times, other times were more leadership and more messes that 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 that, uh, that we encounter. But but I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. So for me, for example, I need to kind of dial it down a little bit more. I need to be more patient. And I think the point where, where you and I are the same is that we like to be democratic. So we like to sit down, listen to the other leaders. What do they think? How can we move forward? And it's almost like, uh, I think the Bible calls it the wisdom of the crowd. And it's actually a, a, also an academical term. And wisdom of the crowd is very much of, of well, getting together in a group and whatever comes out of that is basically the collective wisdom of all of us and, and, and so it of, of the group and so it's really good uh, for me at least I think it's where I can where I find that I need to, to slow down it's actually when I have to call uh, the other leaders and say hey let's make a decision based on this what do you think however as yeah. you said as well sometimes uh, in the end yeah. even if they help us make the decision the responsibility falls to us. So, yeah. so we also have to be quick to make decisions every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think it, it really is yeah. something that and I think, uh, I think it, it really is something your organizational that, uh, culture, you create in, in your organization with, with your leaders over time. Um, with, with your leaders I think over it's time. something that, um, uh, I think it's yeah, especially in ours, in our ministry, in our especially in our in our ministry, in our in our environment, leadership, we have a head start. In some sense, I think we have a head start. Respect for people, and respect for authority, but always, you know, respect for authority, but always, you know, we're still equal under God. So in that sense, so sometimes you need to nurture that environment, you know. Sometimes you need to nurture that environment, you know. You with respect people to speak up, but. But they uh, have with the respect to, to get to you, and I but, think. But they have OM in that sense is a very flat organization. OM in that sense is a very flat organization. Um, in our hierarchical structure, it is reflected in in our teams. How we how we handle our teams, how we handle as well. Critics handle. I think we've grown a lot in that sense as well. I think we've grown a lot. It's really something as well. And, you know, it's really if you something, can create that um, culture. If you have, you know, culture if you can team, create that culture, if you have that culture in your team, it's it's a huge blessing. Yeah, it's true. I think, um, yeah, I think creating a good organizational culture and part of that is is making decisions and and also celebrating those differences. Yeah, um, I, I think it's important. Yeah. And, it's good that you talk about culture because uh, culture is important, right? I mean, it's just. Uh, sometimes we as leaders forget to foster a good culture within our team, but it's our job. But most, for me, actually, what I feel like is my biggest part of the job, like to really foster a good culture, what, pe what people are doing and that they actually understand what we're doing, what we're doing. How, how is it for you? How do you uh, do to, to have a healthy culture within your team? What are kind of tools that other leaders could use? Uh, or things that you have learned to build a good culture within within your team. Yeah, I think the first step is to recognize. Yeah, I think the first step uh, is to recognize in everything. Uh, um, that culture you know, is in everything, in everything that you do. Um, you, you, 
you know, bring your and everything that your organizational culture with bring you. your culture um, and your so even if you don't you. realize um, so even if you don't creating culture realize forming that culture, you are still creating culture that you're forming culture you are still doing it is it good or is it not so good question is um is it good or is it not so good i think i never really and i i think i never really time to realize you know it took me a long time to realize how even how small phone conversations even how emails are how you how you interact as a team how you moderate how you interact as a team how you moderate things conversation all speak about your values your culture speak about your values your culture and and obviously you don't see it reflected after obviously you don't see it reflected necessary two months but after two years you start necessary two months you start realizing all your leadership start realizing leadership culture your leadership your leadership your team's culture has ministry culture your team and so if you've messed up you start realizing and so if you've messed up you will get realizing so here Yeah. If, you're, uh, if, you're, if your culture is very, uh, if your, uh, if your culture is very, uh, very, very authoritative, and very, at some point you will see that. Right? Now, if you consider and that event, good or at bad, at some point you will see that. Now, question, if you consider that good or bad, even if you're not intentional about creating, even if you're not intentional, you are still creating culture. You are um, still right. I think for a long um, time I was right. Not I think for a long time at all. I was, about this. was not intentional. And it's really recently that I realized, and, and it's really recently that I leadership style how has influenced my leadership style. The team so has influenced. I think I, I used to be uh, quite team, so quite late I back. I, I used to be quite at the beginning quite of my late back. Giving a lot of autonomy, autonomy to, of my to our to our local giving leaders. Giving a lot of autonomy to, um, to our and I realized that oh because um, I was and I realized back, that oh you know, because I was pretty late in terms of you know I wouldn't require in terms of daily reports I wouldn't require do daily reports I wouldn't I would not be just on top of them all the time I would not be just on top of they recognize that and it's like oh okay. So they recognize that and it's like, oh, okay, I have more freedom, so I can, I have more freedom, so I can, and I don't necessarily need to get an answer from my boss, and I don't necessarily need to get an answer from my boss, or back, and at some point I realize, oh, and at some point I realize, oh, my attitude, my suddenly, my attitude, I try to create a culture, because I try to create where people can be creative, or they can make their own decision and make their mistake they can make the right decision and make them i realized that i made the mistake of giving too much i realized that i made the mistake of giving too much freedom and at the beginning of people took it for granted and it's like you know i can make my decision because my boss and you know i can make my decision because my boss so that was something i realized like oh i need so that was something yes i need like oh i need freedom but i guess i need to how we can give freedom how but I need to be clear how, how we communicate, how we continue how we to interact, how we report, and, and I needed how we to continue step to by step and, and change to step by culture step a little bit, you know, change, hold people more accountable, culture a little bit, be more know, direct, hold people more accountable, aspects of be more direct in, in certain um, aspects of. So I think the first step um, of creating, so I think the first step of creating the missional culture, the team culture, the missional culture. To, that to recognize really to that everything to, that we do recognize will that will everything that we do that culture will um, will nurture into so, that culture so yeah. i think that's that's really the first step my most so important that that really be conscious of my most important step how really be conscious of how you show yourself how you interact with people how you show yourself i think i think you have a point there i think 
Yeah, a lot of the culture that we do is actually based on our leadership, on how we behave, and everybody else takes a cue from what we behave, right? And so, and how we behave. Um, yeah, I think for me that's been important as well. Um, obviously, to grow in my own discipline um, and to grow and things. And, and actually, as as you were saying, I think for me the biggest challenge is I don't only want to tame tell my team what they need to do I want to model it as well I think that's basically what you're saying like I have to model basically what I want to see from from the rest of our team as well um, and it is very important um, but also not be afraid to make changes if you realize the culture is going yeah. you know in the wrong direction right like you can still yeah. step in and you can change yeah and I and I think it's yeah I think that's yeah. very good and I, I think and it's I think a good it's, point that you bring up you know um, I think it's a good point that you bring structure, up, you know, when you talk um, about culture, we talk about um, structure, structure is relatively culture, flexible to change, um, culture takes time, but flexible to change, culture takes time, and I think if we realize we're on a, we're in the wrong path, if we realize we're on a, we're in the wrong path, don't be afraid to make things change, not good to your personal behavior, to make changes, to your personal behavior, to that change, and you will see change happening eventually, and you will see change happening eventually. And uh, pray to God that it happens uh, sooner rather than later. Absolutely, I think that's super important. You know, for for you, you've been more longer than I in in leadership, and and we actually, if in in our whole area in Latin America, probably the people that have the closest kind of challenges is you and I in terms of of our leadership yeah. and what we have. Um, yeah. but, but in a way as well, I think I don't know how it was for you, but for me right now, what's becoming very important is to tell my team what's important so and why it is important. So we're going through values and, and through not just the values, so just explaining every time. And I think for them is grueling right now. It's kind of funny. They, they laugh at me like, oh, here uh, goes again. JD is going to say uh, things and that and that. And I, I sound like a broken record, but, but it's so important for me that they realize why we're doing what we're doing because it is something that is important for me when... I, I feel, I don't know if this happens to you and, and I'll let you respond in a second, um, but when I don't see the reason of why things are are there and nobody tells me the importance of things, I, I just struggle so much in, in developing things or doing things and, and, and it becomes very, very difficult. I, I don't know how it is for you and how you do with that um, and with your team, how, how you communicate those things. Yeah. Um... It's, it's, I think it's, uh, in terms of values, you know, we, the good thing is we have a head start with, with our organizational values that, yeah. uh, you know, if you, if you're part of, of leadership, uh, even higher leadership, medium level leadership in the organization, you have at some point adopted those values. And, and at least in our, in our context, that's, that's our head start, you know, um, but, but like, I think it's a great point that you bring up, you know, the, the, the values, the, the motivation. Why why is that important? Why do we do things that way? And especially, you know, as you come in as a new leader, um, I think it's so important to, to make that, to do those, to, to make those questions and go through the process of analyzing those. Um, because I think that's, it just happens all the time and it's happened here and continues to happen. There's just a way of doing things, culture again, um, that, yeah. that doesn't really have a justification behind it. 
doesn't really have a reason behind it. And, and oftentimes what happens to me, you know, when I see something like that, my tendency is just to blurt out of like, yeah, but why are you doing like that? <laughs> um, and I, so I, I contain myself uh, because you, you still want to respect and honor the, and, and maybe they have a good reason, you know. Um, but I often, yeah. I often ask my wife and, and my wife asks me as well if she sees something. Um, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me, you know. Uh, why is this going through? Why, why, why is this going on like that? And, and we ask, first and foremost, I ask myself, you know, is there, do I see a reason behind it? Uh, does that make sense? And then really start to, to ask the question, you know, even just in simple things like a ministry, why do we do this ministry? Does it, does it make sense? Is yeah. it achieving its goal? So, yeah, I, I think that's super important, Nathan. And and well, talking about differences and everything. Uh, well, Central America, the, 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 their leadership structure, and this is a question I have for you as well, how you have dealt with this, right? So the leadership structure in, in, in Central America is very authoritarian, right? So, so the leader says, therefore I do, and nobody moves until the leader says so. But you also are Swiss, right? So you come from this Swiss culture, and 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 in in the Western culture, it's a little bit more flat. You're supposed to be taking initiative, and 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 yet you do respect leadership, but 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 it's a flatter structure. You don't see the leader as something huge out there. It's just another role that you have. So how how are you dealing with that in in Central America? Because I, I feel that in my experience. That is a very strong part of the culture there. Yeah, and, and I think I, I hinted on that uh, earlier, you know, how, how I used to do it at the beginning. I, I used to yeah. be very Swiss. I used to be very Swiss, you know, um, in, in terms of, of painting the vision, uh, giving the direction and then say, you know, now you go and <laughs> do your thing. Um, and uh, not not necessarily insisting, you know, then we come back and sit and talk about it and, and, and adjust, um, but just expecting people to do that automatically and, and have this, you know, family sense of, of leadership. And uh, it, it took me, I think it took me way too long to realize that that my mindset was not necessarily their mindset and, and people wanted more direction, they needed more direction, when for me, Uh, I always thought of, you know, if I'm too authoritative, or authoritative, authoritative um, I come across as too bossy, too, too, uh, too dictator-like, and I don't like that in a leader, you know, if a leader is on my shoulders all the time, it, it doesn't, that is not, it doesn't nurture my creativity, it doesn't nurture my, my potential, so I always thought of, of being too direct against something negative. And I needed to learn that it, it is needed, it is expected. And if, if I don't bring it to the table, if I don't bring it to the team, um, they themselves are feeling lost. They themselves sometimes need more more guidelines, more direction. And uh, and so I think that's something I had to, to learn, I still learn. Uh, and something that I want to mention as well, every leader is different. Uh, yeah. And it's very funny that, 
that you know with the different leaders i need to interact differently um, there's a different way of talking to 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 other leaders uh, i know some some are very very uh, more submissive others are a lot more uh, creative uh, some don't report at all others report almost everything so i think as a leader we need to learn and to adapt to, to different personal character and culture as well uh, absolutely i think i think we need to adapt to a different culture of our own team as well but as well kind of bring the team themselves on that journey to adapt to our 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 leadership style as well right yeah yeah i i just think i i it, it just blows my mind because this is a very important thing as well uh i yeah it's just how we help these teams in moving forward and how we help our people move forward together with us um but i think it's all down to expectation as well and being able to well it's more than just expectation but but a lot of it is down to expectation um and and the and the fact that you said communicate 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 i think it's super important that, that we are communicating that and and i think i believe that's what you're doing with your team as well right yeah yeah and, and i like i said it's something I, i i made the mistake of of not communicating enough at the beginning and yeah. and i remember you know sitting sitting on a table and then suddenly hearing from other people what what's had happened in a ministry and it was like why did the leader not talk to me like and i realized oh i didn't i didn't communication enough i didn't uh insist in communication enough and and i think for me that was really just like oh man i i need to increase communication we need to talk more uh so yeah and i think that's important in leadership recognizing when you made a mistake and something is not going the way you expect it to go yeah you need to make a change and don't be afraid to admit a mistake uh, but but really you know make a change and say well i messed up now like let, let's fix the mess <laughs> wow i think that's very healthy of you um and it's very healthy like because sometimes we can pinpoint and blame others like oh it was your fault you did and sometimes yeah. it is but i think most important we have to first look at ourselves and what kind of things we have done that have led us to that situation uh, to begin with and i really like the part of mistakes that you're saying as well that you're talking about because um yeah we, we tend to get stuck in mistakes so much and and try to be afraid of them and the only way we're not going to mistake we, we're not going to make mistakes is by not doing anything right which is a huge mistake in itself yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yet we live afraid of doing that and uh, yeah how do you how do you foster that kind of thing within your team and in your own leaders like to allow them to to kind of keep on moving forward and you know when they make mistakes to receive that grace or or to kind of learn just see it as a learning opportunity rather than the world is going to end and we're all set on fire and this is going to be horrible Yeah, and I, I think like like you have mentioned before, you model it. You you need to you need to be the example. Um, uh, I think admitting a mistake. Uh, now you need to you need to be careful how you do it, but admitting a mistake to your team is is, is good. I, I think it's it's important. You know, say 
guys, this was my mistake. I messed up uh, and I apologize for this and for that. Um, and, and really try to foster this, this, this sense of ownership, this sense of, um, yeah, the world's not going to end. Jesus died for that mistake as well on the cross. Uh, and, and, and as well, you know, when people, when people mess up, I, I think that's, that's been a, a growing experience as well for me. I used to be quite harsh at the beginning um, uh, in, in terms of I, I had higher expectations. Um, I, I wanted, you know, perfect leaders in our team. I wanted people that, that uh, know what they're doing. And, and then, you know, you know, the first few, the first few months of my leadership, you know, big, big messes happen, big challenges come our way, big mistakes have been made. And, and I just, I remember, you know, sitting and like, oh man, that leader, why, why is this going on? Why did that person make that mistake? And then slowly realizing like, oh man, I, I've made those mistakes myself. And uh, I've, I've received grace. And I, I especially thought about the ship, you know, how many times I've, I've made a mistake and, and, and my boss came along and said, yeah, you made a mistake, but, but we'll grow from that. And, and, and I had to, to be humble enough to, to admit that. So, so I think it's really modeling modeling that that uh, ownership of mistakes and as well uh, and I think as as leaders uh, coming alongside our team team leaders or team members um, helping them through those challenges because sometimes I've, I've realized that people make mistakes uh, simply because they they lack the information for example uh, they didn't know how to do something that I expected from them so yeah sit down like okay i didn't know you didn't know so let's talk about it let's let's help you get to to the point where you are able to do that job well um and and in that sense say well yeah you of course you messed up but i'm not i'm not holding that over you because i know it it came how, how it came to be and um yeah and, and and i think it touches another subject that as 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 senior leaders um, we, it's, it's not our job to, to belittle people, to, to, to be of a, like a, a dictator person is like, oh, you made a mistake and you made a mistake, yeah. but, but really helping them to grow, helping them to, to increase in knowledge and experience, uh, because eventually I, I hope we move on and they move up. Uh, I think that's, that's how it should, should happen. Absolutely. Thank you, Nathan, for that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us to this podcast today. It's been such a pleasure. And remember, if you'd like to support anything of what we're doing and support maybe the ministry of uh, OM in Central America or in the Andean region, just get in touch through social media. Our Instagram is Massiology or uh, also through Facebook if you search for us. Um, messiology and send us a message and we'll be happy to connect with you guys thank you so much for joining us today it's been a pleasure to um, share with you and we're just so thankful for what Nathan uh, shared today with us until we hear each other next time bless you thank you <laughs>